The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, powerful and compassionate, you shepherd your people, faithfully feeding and protecting us. Heal each of us and make us a whole people, that we may embody the justice and peace of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Please be seated. The first lesson is from 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning at the 42nd verse. A man came from Baal Shalisha, bringing food from the first fruits to Elisha, the man of God, 20 loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. Elisha said, give it to the people and let them eat. But his servant said, how can I set this before a hundred people? So he repeated, give it to the people and let them eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left. He set it before them, they ate and had some left, according to the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thank you, we'll now read responsively Psalm 145. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your faithful ones shall bless you. That all people may know of your power and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up those who are bowed down. You open wide your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. You are near to all who call upon you to all who call upon you faithfully. The word of the Lord. Oh. Thanks be to God. <laughs> Second lesson is from Ephesians chapter 3, beginning at the 14th verse. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that, according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine, to him be glory in the church 
and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. The word of the Lord. Please stand as you're able for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel this morning according to St. John, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. And when Jesus looked and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get even a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, He withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were terrified. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land toward which they were going. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Will you pray with me? Fill us with your goodness and with your love, Lord God, that we may praise you and bless you in all faithfulness. Give us the strength to tell of the glory of your kingdom and to speak of your power worked in our lives, to share this good news of your resurrection life, and to share the spirit that you have given to each and every one of us. Bless us in these and all the things of our hearts, which we lift before you in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
every so often we're presented with an opportunity uh, to step into something new and exciting, giving us the chance to, to better provide for those we love, to grow as people with new skills, new wisdom, new insights, and to situate ourselves to be in a better place tomorrow than we are today. It could be a new job offer that you weren't expecting. It could be acceptance to a new school or a a prestigious program that energizes your passions. It could be moving to a new town or a new state to be closer to family. It could be a new opportunity to forge new relationships with other people, professionally, socially, or romantically. These kinds of opportunities, they surround us each and every day, And the decisions we make to embrace or to pass on these opportunities will have deep ramifications for the rest of our lives. Jesus' work in the world, before and after his resurrection, are always laden with opportunity. The opportunity to experience the presence of God right in front of our face, inviting us to wonder and to marvel at the mysteries of the kingdom, the opportunity to be made whole of our every need, satisfied by the abundant mercy, generosity, and provision of our daily bread, the opportunity To live as God intends for us, freed from the burden of guilt and shame, free to experience the transformative power of God's mercy and forgiveness. The opportunity to live as people who trust in God so deeply that we take risks we never would have dreamed of or imagined giving of our own selves to provide for a vast sea of people who hunger and thirst for the same opportunity to draw closer to Jesus and his resurrection promise of abundant life. When Jesus called the disciples to follow him, to participate in his ministry of preaching and teaching and healing and serving, They had no clue what this opportunity would mean for their lives, let alone the lives of others. Just in this passage from John's gospel alone, we see how the disciples had the opportunity to witness a genuine divine miracle. Just five loaves of bread and two fish offered, blessed, and shared with more people, more people than we can imagine in one place at one time for now, fed so that no one was left hungry after all had eaten their fill. And 12 baskets found, filled, left over. But the disciples were not just distant observers in all of this. To this or any of Jesus's other miracles, really. No, they were the ones offered the opportunity to participate in this great work. To ponder what gifts might be available to feed such a multitude. 
to bring their resources to Jesus for blessing and for direction. And to take what God had provided and spread it out to a people far more numerous than they. Jesus sent them to serve this great crowd. And again, when the meal had ended, he sent them to gather up what was left over. That none might be lost and that those outside of this multitude might also be fed by God's abundant blessing. What an opportunity to witness God at work and to participate in the kingdom firsthand. New opportunities are like uncharted waters where you know enough about the sea to venture out, but not enough to want to leave the comfort of your boat and take a walk on the waters. That new job seems straightforward enough on paper, but the unknown of a new environment may be more than we're willing to bite off. Getting to know someone is nice enough, but with intimacy comes vulnerability, and that can be uncomfortable, unfamiliar, even dangerous. It may be easy to talk ourselves out of it altogether. Fear of taking the risk, an unwillingness to try something new, a hesitancy to let go of our current level of comfort, or fear that if something falls through, we'll have disappointed those around us and fallen further than where we had started. And so we make excuses to talk ourselves into our comfort zone. I don't have the time. It would be too much of a strain on the family. We don't have the resources to make this work. In fact, one of the biggest hindrances may very well be a failure to imagine how these opportunities may turn out better than we could have ever hoped for. Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get even a little. There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but, but what are these among so many people? And yet from fragments, baskets overflowing. I find it fascinating that the solution to this seemingly insurmountable problem was found to be already among the disciples and the crowd. The loaves and the fish were already there, just hidden and overlooked because the opportunity to feed the crowd with such meager resources seemed impossible. And yet the gifts needed to embrace the fullness of God's abundant love are already among us. We need only to be willing to hand everything over to Jesus so that he can do what he does best. Bless the work of our harvest and pass it forward for the feeding and the healing of the nations. Such an opportunity requires great trust as well as great sacrifice. The willingness to give up our resources, our time, and our skills for the sake of God's kingdom. These opportunities to follow Jesus, they surround us each and every day. And recently, uh, our 
Congregational Council and I were presented uh, with an opportunity from the ELCA, which you'll find outlined on the back page of your worship bulletins. This Congregations Leads initiative is an opportunity to partner with 49 other Lutheran congregations from across this country to innovate and explore what it might mean to be God's people in this world today. It's an opportunity to pool our resources with other disciples and trust them to Jesus that in our shared work, others in our community might come to experience the abundant generosity of God in Christ Jesus. We see it as an opportunity to make disciples, as an opportunity for us to grow in faith, as an opportunity for us to build community as followers of Jesus, both here as a congregation and beyond these walls in our community. We see this as an opportunity for us to share the good news of Jesus' resurrection life with those who hunger so deeply for it. This is an opportunity to take a risk, an opportunity to innovate, and an opportunity to become the people Jesus calls us to be today for the sake of tomorrow. What you see printed there on that back page is really all the information we have on this new endeavor. But your St. Mark's Council and I are excited for what this might mean for our shared ministry together. We were given a tight window to make a commitment. The crowd is coming up the mountain and Jesus has asked, where will we buy bread to feed these starving masses? And so the timing is perfect for God to do what God does best. And so what we need first are three people. Three people to join myself and a member of council who are passionate about what it means to be a disciple of Jesus and eager to follow the Spirit's call to do something new for the sake of this world that God loves so much. Will you be one of them? Will you take the opportunity that God has given us to grow as a community of faith? Take the time during the anthem this morning to pray and reflect on how God might be calling you to join this wonderful opportunity for our congregation. How you might be invited to offer your bread and your fish for the sake of this world. And following the Spirit's call. Rise up and seize it. God will indeed take what we have. Jesus Christ will bless it and the Spirit will return it to us in a thousandfold. That all creation might come to know the abundant generosity of God's love in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.